When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to I Don't Know About That, silent podcast coverage of U.S. Survivor. I'm your host, Gio Worthy, and I like to refer to myself as an idol also encased in wax. I don't know if that really, like, holds up, but I feel like there is a way I can spin it to make it a compliment. I just know I can. From somehow, some way, I will find a way. But enough about me, because this isn't about me. We are here to say goodbye to an icon, a legend, the moment, um, one Sabaya of the Lulu losers. And while I am heartbroken and will probably never recover from this devastating elimination, if we're being honest, I am not alone. And I have brought only the best of the best to come mourn with me and to talk about this incredible 90 minutes of television, the one, the only Nicole Horn. Hi, Gia. So excited to be here, even though I'm in a state of mourning. I haven't mourned this hard since Rami went home on Project Runway. If you know, you know. Only real ones remember that. That was only like, what, four weeks ago at this point. Worst day of my life. 
once we were in hell with that, we've only gone lower with Sabaya going home. But you know what? Great episode of Survivor. So happy that I got the privilege of being able to talk about an episode where there was fire. There were, um, I guess there weren't fights, but definitely people annoyed at each other. I mean, we need to talk about something, your behavior, and I'm ready to do it. (laughs) I am devastated, but again, this could not be a better group to be talking about everything. Agreed. Uh, Rami leaving was the worst day of my life, and really things have only been getting worse from here, but we can ignore that right now because, you know, we're here to talk happy. Happy things, happy thoughts. Even if it led to a devastating elimination, this was such a great episode of Survivor. I was so happy and to see just how the camera time was used here. I have been so honored to be able to watch this season. And while I am very sad that we have lost so much of Lulu so fast, Particularly I, I Brandon drive, and Sabaya. Yes. It's like part we'll of the go thing down that history. makes them. Yes. Part of the thing that makes them iconic is the fact that they're losing a lot. They've lost everything. And I'm sorry, but like they get the camera time from it. No, I'm happy to see them get fully fleshed out stories. I just hate to say it. It's like in the name, like they are the Lulu. Like they are yes. delulu about their chances out there. They're so iconic though that they single handedly are bringing the tribe swap back into the game. Like, imagine your tribe flopped so hard that it forces production to make a drastic change so that you don't get um, what was the name of the tribe in season 25 with Malcolm and Denise? So oh, that doesn't Matt happen. Singh. Yes. So this Matt Singh does not re Matt Singh. Oh, I cannot wait for this. So I do have to ask you though, like, we won't talk too much about the swap because obviously we'll that's going to be all talking about next episode because time and place, when, you know, time and yes, place, time and place. But I, for one, am very, very sad about the fact that they are swapping into three tribes. And I know they only they have 15 people left, so they're trying to do like three tribes of five. But like. Why are we not doing two tribes of, what would it be? Two tribes of seven and then have an extra person join a tribe after tribal council. Like, I really wanted Okay, executive producer. Your cap is on right now. I just am, and I am not even somebody that hates three tribes the way that a lot of. Like how I hate three tribes. Yes. Like. I don't even hate three tribes. I just hate that we've gotten nothing but three tribes for now we are on our fourth season in a row. Fourth? Yeah. Yeah. And you notoriously love diversity. It's kind of like your whole thing. Yes. 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 Like diversity of the tribes. I am. Yes. And so I just feel like we should, you know, get a couple change ups here. I think it would be really nice to swap into. Uh, two tribes with like an extra person going like being safe this round and being added on after the first tribal council a la Panama style my dream in this and this fantasy land I have created for myself is having Bruce take over for his namesake and be the odd one out and come back in yes oh my god I like iconic 
I would have never even thought that they could have done the configuration of two tribes with a, a Lulu loser on the side. That would be even. Oh, that would be really funny. Yeah. Like, I would give the, a lot of money to see Caleb be the extra person, actually. Stop. I feel like that would no, be he'd be amazing. selling himself. He'd be selling yes. himself to both tribes. He's like, here's why you want me. They have him raid both camps so he can build himself a fire at Exile Island or whatever. A hundred percent. And so I am just speculating here. But for people that don't want to know the tribe iterations, I um, skip over I don't this know part. them. I'm not on okay. Facebook like that. Do you want to – do you not want to be spoiled? No, spill the tea. Okay. I'm here. I'm okay. open. I'm open. Got it. Got it. So basically what is, I mean, I think these are going to be really interesting tribe swaps, but the part I wanted to talk about is that there is one Lulu person on each of the three <gasps> tribes. So I'm wondering if the way it comes about is either they had one member of, uh, one of each of the remaining members of Lulu pick like a schoolyard pick type situation, or if, it just ended up being luck of the draw, but I just feel like there has it, it can't be a coincidence that none of them are on the same tribes together. They had to have done no. something like intentional here. I imagine it's a schoolyard pick. That would be the drama of it all. Someone's like, yeah, I really want Bruce on my tribe. And then Bruce shows up and they're like, oh, my God, I can't live with this. Like right now he's singing too much. He's screaming. He's cursing. I can't deal with this. He's dancing now. Um, imagine like you're Emily and you're like, I'm finally going to have a strong tribe. And then it's Bruce doing the robot, doing the steps, I'm down the steps. obsessed with, uh, honestly, like we do need an Emily Bruce 2.0, like return, you know, there has to be some type of face off at some point in the end. Right. Oh my God. Stop. Wait. I completely forgot that that happened that she called out. He wouldn't even do that. Uh, so let's just, just pretend like I said, Sean there. Imagine Sean's like, I want Bruce. You know, yes. he knows all the people from Survivor 44. He knows Jam Jam. Like, they were on the tribe together. So he invites Bruce, hoping to get some Jam Jam stories, and then he gets Unk doing the robot. We can't have that. Oh, my God. I love it. But that would I be the most iconic way for them to do it. Is the It really pick. would. I do love a schoolyard pick. As someone that was historically last uh, picked. I would never pick you last. Picked. I'd pick you Thank second you. to last. Thank you. Um, As somebody that was uh last picked – then um in schoolyard picks famously not an athlete not not someone that contributed to the team you know not I a know varsity what I athlete am. no 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 um i love schoolyard picks in survivor if only because one of our most iconic tribes of all time being kasaya resulted Period. in us from a schoolyard pick but there's just so much drama that can come from it especially when they intentionally pick it with like um like, you can't pick someone from the same tribe or you have to pick, like, a person of the opposite gender. However you want to phrase it, I just – I love a schoolyard pick. I love a dramatic tri-swap. Whatever you have to do to get us mess, that's the option I want you to take. I mean, putting one of each of Lulu on these tribes, I mean, imagine it worked out randomly. That's going to be cool to see. I can't wait to see that. But that's going to amp up the drama because it's like, do you bring the Lulu loser in? Do you want some of that bad energy of them losing every challenge in a row? Or do you want to take them in, have them on your side? 
I mean, we have 90 minutes, so let's see everything break down. I want to see every detail and I want to see every pick if it is a schoolyard pick. That's why we have 90 minute episodes is so we don't have to cut things that are like virtually very interesting that we've missed out on the past few seasons. Yes. And okay, so I do want to run this by you. I won't go through like every tribe of the breakdown of the swap. Oh, but you can. But I can't. Oh, okay. Then I guess if you don't want to know the tribe. I'm all ears. Call me Dumbo. I'm all ears. So here's the (laughs) thing. This (laughs) That's amazing. No, I got to write that down. Call me Dumbo because I am all ears. I will be. I can hear you real good. Thank you. Here's what? The tribe divisions. Uh, Oh, okay. I was about to say a who, but I'm glad I didn't. All right. Who's on one tribe? Yes. So for though the thing I wanted to speculate before I talk about what the new tribes are going to be is that traditionally 45 does not know the outcome of 44 because of just like where the timing schedule is. So they don't know the story of the Tika three or like in an all new person cast, they wouldn't have known the results of the Teak of Three. They would not know the story of like the three of them making it to the merge together and then like steamrolling pretty much like the rest of the game. They don't know mm-hmm. that story except for Bruce. So except I wonder. For Bruce. Yes. So Katoro's not knows. getting that story. That's for sure. Oh my God. Can you imagine? But yeah. so. Bruce knows that Jam Jam won as a cast member of 44. He knows that Jam Jam was the winner and he probably has a good idea. Like they probably told him the outline of how things went down and the fact that like Carolyn and Carson were also in the final four. So like they had a really strong run as a tribe that came into the merge in the minority. So I'm wondering, even if we don't see that edit, if that is going to impact the um, the Lulu members' chances with this new swap, because, like I said, that um, that Bruce is aware of like what could come of this if they leave all three of them in the game for too long. But so I want people to just ponder that. But I'm while wondering. yes, but while you. Th- mull that over for a little bit i will announce what the tribes are going to be and this is something we can think about as we move forward in this episode but much to think about yes so they don't actually tell me which tribes they are the fantasy fantasy survivor page on facebook like spoiled them for next week so i'm just going off of that they didn't show me what tribes they were but looks like uh one tribe the tribe uh with caleb on it also clues, you're going to love this, Katora mm. and Bruce, oh! Jake and Kelly. Wow. Yes. yes. Oh, so no. Caleb and this is the thing. I am a little worried for Caleb. I kind of I was just about to say. Yes. <laughs> because I just, I worry about if Bruce targets, if like Bruce is, tells the rest of um, Bello, the original Bello tribe that like, Caleb had like we cannot let Caleb go far in the game because this happened last season. I feel like mm. Caleb is a little screwed here unless he gets like an idol or something like that. And he might because I don't know what's happening on this beach yet. 
Um, I but I pretty- the, be- the bellows, they're like basically beware phobic. They haven't found this beware advantage. So oh, if they yeah, go they back to that it. beach, he kind of knows what the tea is on that. Yeah. And he can scoop that up, chop the rope. And then, you know, if they have flint, he could have an yes. idol in case to relax. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Can you imagine if they bring? I really hope they bring back the idol encased in wax because that was incredible. Look at the payoff. We'll Look get there. at the results. Yes. So, material. but I think I saw Bruce wearing a yellow um, buff in the uh, preview. So I'm assuming they are going back to the Lulu Beach, which there would be an idol there because it would be replanted from Sabaya. So very interested to see this tribe. The tribe with Emily in it, which I feel like could honestly, this might be the most interesting tribe moving forward. So it's going to be Emily, Mm -hmm. Kendra, Drew, Austin, and Brando. So that's a wild combo. I feel like, uh, like obviously Drew and Austin are a tight duo. They're coming in with a lot of little trinkets on this tribe. Kendra and Brando aren't really working together but they mm. are from the same tribe, so they may get a bond there. And then Emily, I feel like Emily is kind of set on this tribe. I feel like there's a lot of wiggle room for her here. No, I'm really scared for yes. our blue besties over there. I feel like Brando is such an easy target. Drew might get, you know, a little insecure that he's not the only nerd on the beach. Oh, my I God. Know. I'm scared for these some, bellow baddies. Some nerd on nerd bullying. Ugh. I don't know. Honestly, I, don't know. I like to bully a nerd, but when it's nerds bullying each other, I just feel bad. I know. I say like- this as if they're not like great people <laughs> that are showing themselves to be multifaceted and well strategy. I'm saying this because they both wear glasses. Yes, yes, of course. And I think they would also both endorse our statement here about them being cast as like the survivor nerds, quote, in quotes. And I then mean, they cast a lot of nerds this season. No offense to all the girlies on this season and the boys. I- I do love I do love it for us. I'm obsessed with this next tribe, which is the one that Sean is placed on. It's Sean, Sifu, Julie, D, and Jemaya. J- so the two that were on the outs on Reba are my two mothers, D and Julie, and Sean. Oh my God, love them. Who is my father? My father, Sean. Yes. <laughs> is Sifu not your father? No, Sifu is a himbo. So he is, he's my himbo casting for this season, which I love, but he will be, um, he's like a brother, you know, like, okay, he's like, like a brother. He would be like the jock brother that in this little family, but D endorsed my statement that her and Julie were my mom. So it's official now. Like I sent the paperwork has been mailed out. Honestly, get those papers in the mail and I want mm-hmm. to be the godmother. Oh my god, absolutely. I'll invite you to my baptism. I assume we're having one. <laughs> get, me, get me there. I'm ready. Yes. <laughs> god, I'm loving the D and Julie content. Like, I, I feel like these 90 minutes are allowing us to see all the intricacies of the tribe. I know where everyone stands with everyone. Where With everyone. The only thing I wish we got was a little bit more of the dynamics of the four of them. I'm uh, The four people on the red tribe being the D, Julie, Drew, and Austin. I wanted to see a little bit more content of that but getting drew not drew drew and austin and then d and drew julie all on the same tribes but on different beaches like i'm glad to see those relationships strengthen and maybe if they can wiggle their way through because they all seem set up pretty well link back up at the merge and see what they do then yes Mm. i'm very i I feel good about all of them i i love this cast so much i just feel like this is 
This is going to be really interesting. I really don't want to lose many of these people. But and the people I feel like lost I'm so far. I'm devastated. Like, heartbroken. I know. Devast- absolutely devastated. We haven't even talked about Brandon. As oh. the member of the FOB, I'm like the CEO of the FOBs, the Friends of Brandon. Friends so. of Brandon. Absolutely. I'm sad um, that we're not talking about him, but he set up his tribe for this amazing tribal council. So yes, I do love that Brandon's season. karma was at work here with Lulu losing again. Sorry. No, there was but. Brandon karma and there was Justine karma against yes! Caleb, against the salespeople. We love it. Only love the it. Twitter gays know, like they know. They're the ones Truly. that know. The they know the, the gospel of Justine. The Twitter gaze to Survivor, like, random references bracket is something else, but... Julie is making... uh, Not Julie. Justine is making Final Four of the niche Survivor Twitter reference uh, bracket. I'll see you guys in March. Yes. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? (gasps) We should do a Brant Steel for Women's History Month, and it's just all of our, like, pre-jury women icons. Stop. No, I was going to say niche survivor references because I really want to see a pixel picture of somebody going Oh, my God. Yes. Feel like it's, like, Mark the Chicken. Oh, my God. Me, you, and Dr. Amanda, we have a project for the off-season now. Thank God. Thank God. Ever since I've been done with school, I'm like, I need to really, you know, stimulate my brain. That's going to be, like, equivalent to my master's thesis. A hundred percent. Honestly, I will put more work into this than my master's thesis. As does. Oh my god, three educated women come. I love how we're throwing Amanda in something that she doesn't even know. And I also love that we didn't even have to explain the Justine thing because the people that listen to this podcast know the Justine thing. They know the Justine thing absolutely. And if you need a hint, season forty-three, Red Tribe, a less iconic Red Tribe than this Red Tribe now, but Justine made it iconic. Ne- period need no more explanation justine justine period period i bet we could get high to come on to this podcast too just to talk about justine mm-hmm. when and where i'll write it down ah, i love that for us okay but we need to talk about this episode because oh yeah we just we had to- the tribes oh no <laughs> so we don't even tribes that are on the show yet i know these tribes don't we even touched on things yet. Let's talk about the tribe that does exist from episode three, which is the first iteration of Lulu. Lulu's going through it. They just voted out Brandon. Shame on them. Um, I know, right? Emily's right there. I don't hate Emily. I want to be clear about that. I don't, but she's not Brandon and she's not Sabaya. Therefore, like, she's automatically I, in third. I know, right? Like, I, it's hard to it's beat by default. Them. It's by, yeah, it's not, there's nothing she could do either way, you know? But so they get back from there. They had to vote out Brandon because they felt like he was going to be a liability in challenges. To me, this feels really like Sean was the person most excited for this vote. Like everyone else seems kind of like, well, that was awful. Let's not do that again. And, The one thing, though, that is interesting here, which we saw a little bit in um, at the end of last episode, was that Emily was um, confused because Brandon was voted out after the second vote was read, which means that somebody on the tribe didn't vote because otherwise Brandon would have been sent home on whatever the third vote would have been, which is interesting. Okay, women in STEM. 
Yes. Doing, so that's Emily, not girl math. That's math math. That's mathematics. Mathematics. The reading, writing, arithmetic, mathematics. Like Emily was going all cylinders right now, realizing that two plus two equals four. And therefore, there should have been at least one other vote revealed. But because of that, that must mean that someone doesn't have a vote. She figures that it's Sabaya. Sabaya is in her gaslighting era. And it's like, what are you talking about? I voted. And there's just further distrust uh, spread between the two, but uh, between the two ladies of Lulu. And it makes it all the more confusing about everything else that happens after this, after uh, this segment, once they get back to camp. I mean, if you were Sabaya, what would you do in that situation? Getting clocked by Emily. She got you bad. The fact that she could have pointed out anyone on the tribe and she's like, no, you're the one with not out the vote. I would be in my boots. I'd be scared if I was Sabaya. Um, good on Emily for having the foresight to think about that. But I feel like as soon as she's coming up with those theories, if I were Sabaya, I would be linking up with Caleb and Sean and being like, let's just get her out. The Sean in the dark, that's a one in six chance. Let's just throw our votes on her. We can't risk it. I, I love it. I love, like, I love how none of the decisions that were made here made no sense because- yeah. Like this tribe is just so messy. And I get I get what Sabaya was trying to do. She's like playing several steps ahead of I think a lot of the players on this tribe, which makes sense unless you were trying to plan a blindside with someone that does not trust you and trust the person being blindsided much more than you. Oh, you're so right. It's like if you just gets if it gets down to the brass tacks of who has what relationships with who, you could really see it being forecasted who was going home this episode. Um, and I mean, I just hate that it comes down to relationships because people are talking about Caleb being the social guy as a bad thing about how it comes off as a player. But in actuality, it saved him because it got someone like Emily even more on his side. He saw interactions like this where Sabaya and Emily are going back and forth you know, chip, 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 and yeah. like, like two turkeys in the schoolyard. <laughs> Are there turkeys in the schoolyard? But he took advantage of that. And you know what? Good on him. Yes. A hundred percent. And when I think Caleb got a lot of attention and the preseason press and like people thinking about what players to watch out for a lot of the players, when they were talking about like their first impressions um, on while they were in sequester, Caleb was one of the people that everybody was mentioning. So I think that from what we have seen so far with Caleb, he is giving like, it's very easy to see why players want to work with him but also why players are keeping him on his radar as like players to watch out for, because um, especially once we get to the reward challenge, are you ready to talk about the reward challenge? And then we can oh, talk about I'm beyond ready. Two. Thank God we're getting a reward and a reward of fruit. If I were me out there and I was eating that fruit, if I was eating those grapes, I would oh be a mess. So I, let's get into it. Listen, all I'm saying is they should have put a little charcuterie with that, a little cheese board, some charcuterie going on there with Give the them fruit. some fats. They need yes. it. Because they like, need to stay warm. Fruit is great, but also like I feel like they are going to eat through that very quickly. Um oh, for sure. No, the fact yes. that there was even fruit when Caleb got back. 
is crazy. I know. know my dad could never go on Survivor because he would have eaten all those leftovers and then Caleb would have been so pissed he would have voted him off. I know. I know. I know. I Me really too. want more people to vote people out for petty reasons. Like you ate my uh you ate my fruit on um on the reward challenge. You ate my papaya. You're gone. You're gone. I- over a raw papaya. That's the worst. But you know what? They had a chance to do that with Jatia and they didn't. So be, be, you know, be careful what you wish for. So true. So true. The, that would have been a petty reason to vote her. I mean, it was kind of petty for her to pour the rice in the fire, but that's another podcast. But it's Jatia. So it's iconic. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. she can do mm-hmm. things that other players can't get away with. She can do hard things. Yes. Yes. Yellow she tribes, can- historically crazy. We'd love to see it. So for this reward challenge, it was the one where they have to like toss a bowl or a bowl, a ball onto an overhead rack. And they have to go through this rope puzzle to catch the ball on the other side before it falls to the ground. And then once they're done with that, they toss the balls um, to try to land onto a target. And then once they get the three rings from the target or whatever, they have winner. The first place winner gets the large fruit platter. The second place tribe gets a small fruit platter. The tribe that loses gets nothing. And then it is revealed that the tribe that comes in first also gets to take part in a camp raid. So Mm. after so much losing from from Lulu, they finally come out with a win. Finally. So happy for them. And oh my god! I could hear Emily scream. You could probably hear Emily scream yes. in Australia, but from the Fiji Islands, the way she was screaming about how happy she was. I, think I mean, I'd be that happy too. I think we had like minor earthquakes recently in an area that doesn't normally have them. I assume that was as a result of Emily's like screams from this challenge. Screams of joy, though, better than yes. screams of of pain and suffering. Oh my. Going from this to the somber music in the immunity challenges, what in the immunity challenge this episode was gut wrenching because it was like A cinematic they choice. Gave, they gave us all of this like hero edit, like we shall overcome vibes with this episode just to like crash and burn in their immunity challenge run. And it was not close. It was so sad to watch here. Not it, it was a great, you know, score. I loved how, you know, this episode felt like a movie with um, yes. the choices that they made with the editing. But it's just so sad. It's like, you know, when you like let a bug live and then you get yes. kind of annoyed with trying to save it. So you squish it. That's mm-hmm. kind of the vibes I was getting from the from the Lulus this episode. Yes. Like you're letting the bug live. You're going to set it free, but it's not coming off the newspaper. So you squish it. I know. I really – that's actually the perfect analogy for this because that's really what it felt like. It was like we're finally getting somewhere. We're finally – you know, we're getting towards the window so that they – we can set Lulu free. They finally can get some wins under their belt and spread their beautiful little wings. And then it just – they flop. They flop here. It's and then really it started sad. raining. And then <laughs> – And they drown. And then they started raining. And then I cried a little bit because I had a feeling where it was going to go. But before – we get there. It was happy. It was good. We were happy. We get we were a reward joy win. at one point. Yes. We get a reward when that sparks joy. And then we also, which even better news here, we get a camp raid, which we have not seen in a while. Um, 
Was this a? Re- I, this might have been a reward. In... Don't ask me. This is not. This is not the I history know. I know. This is not Hon- this week in Survivor history. With I know. Um, it might be, honestly, it might be an international season that I'm thinking of. Everything's kind of a blur right now, but, um, yeah, we don't get a lot of reward challenges, let alone camp raids. So I was very happy to see that we are getting a camp raid here and Caleb is selected as the Lulu ambassador and they don't reveal, they can only pick one of the losing tribes to go to and, I would say unsurprisingly, they pick Reba here to go um, to go raid because I think they've won more of like the bigger rewards that come with the immunity challenge wins. They have like the fishing gear they have. They got their small fruit platter. Um, They seem like a very capable physical tribe. So I think they were the one that they were kind of ready to uh, set their sights on the uh, power tribe here. I mean, they got the big rewards, you know, they have the the big fishing gear, they won that, you know, they could use the spear, but what are they going to do with it? These losers got no fire. I think it's kind of rude, like, I know it's the the tough era of Survivor, but, like, they won the war, rem, the immunity challenge, They not the immunity challenge, they won the reward challenge, give these people a flint, let them drink water. I know that they have, like, the water well, they don't need to boil the water now, but, like, what are they going to do with that fishing gear? They can't cook a fish. I have so many. They just keep not get like. Can Jeff give them their flint back for the um from winning the reward challenge? Like it's not fun to see tribes not have flint. No, we're watching these people die. Like Sabai is out here saying they don't know. They don't know what it's like to starve in the wilderness. I'm like they kind of do, but y'all are on a different level. So I'm gonna be there for you right now. I'm gonna yeah, empathize. Also. Caleb, why didn't they steal the flint? I was we, like, I, 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 thank you. Yeah, because so like, I, I was flummoxed there for a second. They—that's a very good SAT word. I love that. Oh. Okay, Harvard. Yes. Except me, Andrew. Look at the look at you, little Ivy Leaguer. I love it. I believe during Slash Survivor, we had said that you went to medical school, and I have taken that as fact. So Honestly, I don't remember much from that podcast, but if I, I said it, if we agreed on it, I believe it. I did. I endorsed your – I basically signed your diploma from medical school. Don't ask me oh which one, God, but it was provost. signed. Yes. Yes, I am. I am. Okay, I actually provost. used to work for a provost office when I was in grad school, but I helped them with, Stop. like, planning events. And then I don't even answered. know what provost is. I just I don't, said that. So they're the words that just came to my head. I'm like, who's at graduation? A provost? Yes. They're basically like, hmm, how do I describe it? I don't know. They basically help. I, I just with be a bunch saying anything. Yes. So yes, I was the provost in our little slash survivor episode, and Caleb is the provost here because he, I assume, I assume he is the provost. But he goes to Reba. He's there for their fishing gear. He leaves the spear behind, which seems anticlimactic to a camp raid. Like, Sandra Diaz Twine Esquire took a whole tarp from and, like, dismantled their shelter along the way. I just feel like that is something that could happen again. I mean, you named a whole podcast after her. Right, exactly. Icon for a reason. And you know what you should make the sequel to this podcast? What? I can be loud too. What the fuck? Yes, oh that my is God. the canonical <gasps> sequel to. Oh I don't God. know about that. Oh my God! Like an where owl... we just scream about Survivor. Well, Isn't that we just this like... podcast right now? 
exit interviews with them could be called I don't I can get loud too what the fuck I love that just an idea there's so much potential there oh I need to write that down that sounds amazing but okay yeah, I'll remember to listen back to this for later, but that is a brilliant idea. I mean, um, about Sandra because of the raid, and the raid yes. reminded me of Justine because but, everyone was telling Caleb that he was a salesperson, just like iconic Justine, the one and only salesperson who's ever been on Survivor. My saleswoman. <laughs> Justine must Once, be brought up multiple times. Yes. The uh, who would have known the uh, Justine Brennan uh, shout out count would be brought back for this episode. I love it. Just for this episode. And you know what? Some moments are instantly iconic. And this is one of them. So true. So true. But Caleb, let's go back to Caleb. He's not really there for the fishing gear. Like, yes, he left with the fishing gear. But that's not really what he's here for. He's there for information. And Julie gagged him. Yes. She knew it. She knew right away he what this man was up to. She said, his roots. not on my little uh, single mom who works two jobs tribe. Queen. Queen. Icon. Icon. I'm obsessed with Julie. I can't lose her anytime soon, which Same. I'm sure curses her to be going soon. But I refuse. I just I need to I need her to stay along around as long as possible. I'm obsessed with her so much. Me but, too. Yes. Love her so, little, little Tennessee accent like Queen. Mm-hmm. So Julie clocked what Caleb was doing, but Caleb has little interviews with everybody on this tribe. And he also gets a, I guess it's an, it's an advantage, but not for him because he gets the, um, he basically has the ability to like cancel out a vote with or a uh, cancel out a vote that has been taken away. So like the only person on Reba right now that doesn't currently have a vote is Austin because he's still looking for the idol. So, mm. but Caleb doesn't know that part. He knows that Drew shared with him that he has safety without power. So Caleb picks Drew to give um the safety without power uh, or not that the give Drew the vote the thrift store advantage. Yeah. Yeah. That. The goodwill advantage. The, thrift the goodwill of it. Yes. Okay. I forgot that it had a name. So, yes. The goodwill advantage. He gives that to Drew, who then gives it to Austin. And then they tell their other two alliances, uh, alliance members, uh, Julie and Dee, about the fact that Austin didn't have his vote. And now he does have his vote. Um, and Sifu and J. Maya are also there. But they're not involved. But they're there. In they're there for vibes only. They're having fun. They're they're singing little songs. What is I'm four steps down? So they do their little rock song, and it's called yes. Four Steps. You're supposed to go down. Down. Okay. Wait. Sorry. But what I- is four steps down? Honestly, when hopefully neither of them get have to do an exit interview. But when we do do the exit interview, we gotta ask them what four steps down is. I'll ask them. I'll ask them. I bet. I wonder. Maybe. Do we have like a new uh, the dragons? Like a new survivor band coming along? It looks like it's just the two of them now. Who, does anyone else do poetry? Is that Caleb? They can be a three-person band. Ooh. Drew also does poetry, I think. But then, like, he doesn't seem That's that Basil. interesting. He seems a little... Yes, Basil does poetry. So, like, I don't know. I don't know if he would be into it or not. He seems uninterested in both of them. I don't think I've seen him interact with either of them once yet. 
No, the only thing Drew is interested in is telling people about his advantages. He tells Caleb about his advantage. He tells Austin about the advantage. He tells Drew, Drew and Julian D. Julie, they need a ship Drew. name because Julie and D. That's hard we, for me to say. My lisp is literally like on death's door right now. Call I'm them Jewel D or Mama G. No, yeah, Mama, Mama, Mama D. Mama D. It's uh, it's in there. It's, we'll workshop it. Ju okay, I'll be back. Jewel D. Yeah, we'll I back. like Jewel D. I think that's so Jewel D. I think but that's anyways, his Drew hair is name. Blah blah blah. Yes, but yeah. I and to be fair, if I had something, when I have something good happen to me, I tell everybody. But maybe in Survivor, he should rein it in a little bit. Mm. I feel like they are not planning for a tribe swap because again, they have not seen. Josh, uh, I'm pretty sure at least that from when they left to rec to uh, film this season, they did not see uh, the little tribe swap that they did on 44 where like one person from each tribe goes to a new tribe. I'm not entirely sure, but that is kind of, but like, I don't think that Drew is like planning for that. And now there are going to be a tribe swap happening. So I don't know, like who has what information, but it's probably all over the place. Yeah, no, I barely even remembered the tribe swap from last year, but it gave us such great Josh and Jam Jam beef content that like, how could I forget? And also great, uh, what's her name? Um, Jamie, Jamie content. I was like, who's that girl that smiles all the time? Oh my God, obsessed with her. She needs yeah. to come back. Honestly, get the second chances going. Why didn't they do that again? That was kind of iconic, second chances. Bring it back. I feel like after – I really hope they do it after a couple more. I feel like they really want to focus on the new era people, but I would love to see the new era people come back for um, – or, like, have the new era people and some old school people on a second chances ballot. Like, I would eat that shit up. And you know what? And we would have to vote for the old people just out of, like, you know, uh, it's the, the principle – because you know, factor. you know that's not they're not getting back unless we're the ones in the trenches fighting for them. I know, I know. It's hard. Need, it's hard, we, but we well, if it's up to um the Facebookers, we'd be getting like Jonathan Young 20 times. So I can't deal with that. I'm good as long as they put like Mike Turner in like enough times, but like where he finally is annoyed and like blindsides him. I know. It'll be like literally the ballots for them would be like Xander and Jonathan getting all of the votes and then but come on they're could... sexy yes but like to is that people. who I'm like I'm dying to see return of the new era no I want to see Jamie Lynn return and have learned nothing from her last time on the island like I want to to learn she does not need to learn Re learning is for nerds and a nerd Jamie Lynn is not no genuinely uh, honestly bring back everyone from last season even the guy that fell off the rock and broke his arm oh i'm obsessed with him i love him. Matthew, matthew matthew we love matthew obsessed with him medevac king uh yes exactly i do honestly they should have also brought a uh yeah what about they him brought, they should have brought him back for this like a like a survivor philippines type theme bring all the medical medically evac people back and Joe Del Campo. And Joe Del Campo. <laughs> and alleged. Bring back the other Bruce that was medically evacuated. So we could just have Battle of the Bruces. That could have been Battle the title of the, of the season. 
And just Joe Del Campo for the vibes. Yes, because we have a third tribe and we need to even it out. That makes yes. sense to me. There's only two Bruces, so. Yes, unfortunately. We could not find a third Bruce in such a short time frame. So we're going to add another medevaced human, Joe Del Campo, oh into the mix. <laughs> but, yeah, I would love – I would love to see that. Anyway, anyway. But, okay, the only other thing that really happens on Reba, other than Julian D. Slaying, as per usual, is that mm-hmm. there's all this drama around Drew and Austin are looking for the idol. They look very shady to Julian D., but they finally pull them in, and then they start searching for everything, and they find their idol. But it was like their their idol is different than – Sabaya's idol because Austin's idol was like he had to crack it open with a hammer to find the idol um, and it was encased in like a fake rock um, by the water well lovely and then when he opens it after doing all of that work he learns that this idol is only good for one tribal council I laughed so loud when <laughs> this was announced it was so funny but he can sacrifice his vote for the next tribal council to make it safe for um, – it'll be safe for up, – up until everybody's on the same beach. So until the merge, I'm presuming, or the mergatory. The and then merge. It, yes, the merge. merge. And then if he sacrifice – I think it's like if he sacrifices his vote there, then he's – oh, he sacrifices two votes to extend the idol to final five. So we'll see what happens with that. I feel like he might want to, depending on how the swap works out for him and Drew, he might want to use that idol sooner rather than later. I think it's much harder. It's much easier to hide an idol when you have a bigger tribe or like in the merge. But then once you're in like a small tribe of five, there's very little wiggle room there. No. And imagine like you pull out um, a what's it called? You have no votes for a while. So you're losing agency. And then you're like, surprise, I was lying to you this whole time I had the idol. Yeah, I feel like sooner than later is better. Maybe up until mergatory, you know, like establish yourself with like a nice solid clean move nice and early. Um, and I feel like you have the – you can use, you know, your goodwill thrift store advantage, you know, get that one vote back and then you're smooth sailing into the merge and then use that idol when it comes. But definitely don't go too many weeks without a vote. That is not good when you're on a small tribe like this. Your vote means so much. And it's so hard with these small tribes. And, like, some of these people probably will not see a tribal council until merge or Mm. mergatory. And they might not even – if it's, like, the all the other mergatories, they might be one of the half of people that are safe during this Mm. vote. So God knows what, like, how long it's going to be for some of these people to see a tribal council. And so, like, sacrificing your vote – with five people is really, really tricky because there's so many ways that it could go wrong so quickly. Like one person changing their mind has far worse consequences, more severe consequences in a tribe of five than it does in a tribe of 12. I mean, we saw that um, when Lulu went to tribal this episode, somebody not having their vote, not only did it get clocked by Miss Emily, so you got to worry about not having a mathematician on your tribe who knows how many votes they're supposed to be, but also, like, if you risk your vote, like, you could be going home if you don't play that idol. You know, you got to be smart with it. I have way too much anxiety 
to not play the idol immediately. Like, I would not have an issue with, like, the what happened with Sabaya would never happen with me with going home with an idol in my pocket. Because the minute I have it, I would want to play that shit. No, the way that the girlies who have anxiety would never let that happen to them. Absolutely. I would be voted out fourth, but at least I wouldn't be voted out third. Especially with four people in that tribe. Like, oh my God, never. Like, absolutely not. I would be like, oh, nope, I'm playing it now. I don't want to think about this. Like, you know that episode, I don't know who was the person standing behind the giant leaf, but you can't just hide behind the giant leaf. Yes. Oh, my God. Wait. Oh, it was Sandra. It was Sandra, it was Sandra behind, behind the giant leaf. She was Like teaching. me trying to hide when I lose my vote in a tribe of four. <laughs> She's like, and she was trying to teach, uh, I think it was Vince in Island of the Idols, how to sluice. Stop. It was amazing. Incredible work. I forgot about Island of the Idols, like a lot of us have. We all tried to, but- I'll always up. remember Sandra. I thought that was one who's at war bad. I'm going to go with my fake version of the truth. I love it. I love it. We love fake news when it benefits us. Being delusional really helps me get through the day. Not 100%. 100%. 100%. Yes. All right. So that is the tea with Reba. Let's talk about Bello real quick before we get to everything after the immunity challenge because – it is great. It is incredible. Basically, what we get from Bello this episode, and I love me Bello. You know I love me the Blue Tribe. Mm-hmm. But what we get here is Katara still finds Bruce annoying. Mm-hmm. And uh, she wants to get Bruce out, even though previously there was a lot of talk about Jake possibly going next um, if they were to lose and go to a tribal council. And really the decision is in um, is going to come down to where Kelly and Brando want to go because it seems like Kendra and Katara are one pair, Bruce and Jake are another pair, and Kelly and Brando are the third pair that's kind of in the middle of everything. So they do want to get rid of uh, – well, like Katara wants to get rid of Bruce – but clearly Kelly and Brando, yes, <laughs> it hasn't been clear in these past. The way she's like, I'm trying to drop hints that I want to get rid of Bruce. Bruce and the yes. hint is y'all want to vote out Bruce, right? Bruce. Yes. Isn't Bruce just annoying? You know, that me gets like, who dances on a boat like that? Genuinely. Yes. Get rid the, of him. The funniest thing, if you have heard, and I do recommend people, if you listen to any press or any interviews lately with any of the girlies that were pre-merge on Survivor 44, none of them are shocked by Bruce's behavior. Absolutely none of them. Like they're all like this is this is not an act. This is how this man acts even when there are no cameras around. Honestly, at least he's being himself. I'm obsessed with him. Like I hope he I hope he goes very very far in this game. I hope him and Katara both go very far in this game and have this one-sided beef the entire time. Like, nothing I was hoping enemies to friends because it better not be enemies to lovers. Oh, that's a whole other issue right there. But, yes, I would love an enemies to friends arc for them. But if I also get one-sided beef, I'm like, wait until, like, finale night, I will take it. I am totally fine with it. And uh, so they don't go to tribal council. I don't know why they even pretended like they were going to go to tribal council this episode. They weren't. But basically it comes down to like 
Seems like Kelly and Brando are more leaning towards getting rid of Katara if they went to tribal council, but we won't know because they won this immunity challenge and then we're going to go into a swap. Mm. I really and- wanted to know what they would do, though. That's uh, some tea I would like to get. Someone get the, the cameo from Brando after the Ooh. season's over to see what they were going to do. Next watch party that we go to, be like, King, give me the tea. I need give me the all the tea. I need to know who would have gone if this had gone down. I have a feeling that it would have been Katara going. Oh, but- that would have broke my heart. But that would break Virgo my heart. Queen? So, I'm really- so I'm really glad that this is what we're doing instead. Me too. Me too. Thank yes. God. Yes. So praise be to thee. And uh, yeah, that was it. That was pretty much, that's the drama. Oh, also Jake had a medical scare, which they scared the shit out of me in the preview for the previous episode because it literally was like what looks like Jake falling into the fire. Um, He doesn't do that. Thank God. He is in one piece still. It was Whatever it was, I don't know if it was like dehydration or, or a smoke seizure. in the eyes, yeah, or like smoke inhalation or something. I don't know what it was, but he's okay, he's good to play the game. Um, has a little bonding moment with Kendra as a result on it, but that would be terrifying. I would need medical skinning everything at that point. Oh, no, genuinely, I'd be running into the into the ocean being like, up, oh, yep, 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 yep. Even yep. when I get like a paper cut, I'm dramatic, but if I fell yes. into a fire. Worst part about that whole scene was I was watching with my boyfriend. He's like, isn't it just like that one guy in that one season? And I'm like, do I have to explain to you what happened to the guy from Survivor Australian Outback that fell in the fire? Oh, my God. So I had to pause it and be like, babe, sit down. Oh, my God. We're going to see. It was better for him than him. Yeah. It was better for what's his face? Better for Jake. and for it, redacted. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that was uh, Mother Nature intervening there. That was not. Mother Nature's yeah. karma. Mother Nature's That's karma was missed, at work there. Literally. Mother Nature was a queen for that, let's just say. Um, not for this, though. I'm glad Jake is okay and in one piece. And I mean, I know I game. just mentioned my boyfriend, but. And Jake also, I believe, has a long-term girlfriend. But his accent, I don't know what it awakes in me when he's like, good thing I'm a good swimmer. I'm the biggest thing down here. I'm I think like, it's that Are like, he's, I think it's that he has like, it's such a strong accent that like fits him so well, but he's saying he's some sweet. of the most, yes, but he's sweet. He's saying some of the most ridiculous things while, and I mean, Survivor is a ridiculous situation. So that makes sense. But like, I just. Considering the tribe he's on and all of the things that are going around him, it just works. You know, yeah. like it does something to a gal or a guy. I don't know why, but yeah. Jake, I might have to get him on the Zaddy calendar next year. I think you will not be the only person uh, starting I'll make that petition. I'll make a call of Bryce. We'll get Bryce Isaiah on the line real quick like, on that one. Yes. So we get to the immunity challenge after all of this tea and they have to so it's again two tribes winning immunity one tribe loses and they have to forfeit their flint which is great because lulu doesn't have flint to forfeit so it works out well but the tribes race out with a cart they retrieve keys from high up using like a pole they unlock these heavy puzzle pieces and once they disassemble them they have to like make a large cube puzzle with said pieces um now 
Nicole, I don't remember if you know the remember the order of the wins, but I think it was Reba then Bello. That yeah, one. Uh, that's usually how it goes for these. Charms. I know. I try, and I'm I feel trying. like Red just has so much strength, and yeah. they sat out the J Maya and um I think another woman. No, they sat out um D and Julie. Yeah, the, the Jude jewelry. Um, and so they had a lot of strength. So I'm not surprised that they won. Yeah. So yeah. So that so but came in first. They got the pelican. But, so what we got? What I got from this? And again. This is when I zone out a little bit, but I was kind of locked in because I really thought that another tribe was going to go to tribal council. Honestly, I thought we were over the uh, Lulu is losing era. Incorrect on my part. Nope. I was potent. That was on me. Yes. That was on me for assuming, you know what they say about people that assume. Oh, we know. Yes, we know. We know. And I assumed, I assumed the fuck out of this immunity challenge because once it got down to the puzzle, um, it seemed pretty even for a bit, but then it got to a point where Reba and Bella were maybe like a few pieces away from each other, like a piece or two away from completing the puzzle. And uh, Lulu was just so far behind. Someone would have had to really fuck up their puzzle um, for them to have lost. And unfortunately mm-hmm. for Lulu, this was their last like this was another loss for them. They were not able to have like any type of come from behind uh, victory. Mm. Emily was not able to channel her inner chaos cast for an unexpected immunity win here. And Lulu is once again going to tribal council. You hate to see it, but you know what? I'm, I've seen it before. I'll see it again. Yeah. And it was like, this is a good tribe to lose a lot, not because we're losing a lot of people, but because they're really funny. Oh, no, like, we're getting good, good confessionals. Like, if yes. we're going to give half the confessional time to a tribe, give it to them. Yes. Because they're eating it up. This was the tribe to be losing and, like, hogging all the camera time. I'm not upset with it. And with 90 minutes, other tribes also get camera time. They're just not getting the... Uh, We've lost everything, and you need to know our tribe dynamics to understand who gets voted out. Type. Well, of luckily we're getting time. everyone's tribe dynamic, but Lulu, I know what they ate for breakfast. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, yes, obsessed with them. So on Lulu, and this is kind of like a recurring storyline throughout the episode, but I wanted to save it for now that we know they're going to tribal council. Sabaya still has her like I keep calling it a candle idol, but it's like because it looks like. A candle and uh, a candle. What I think the it's just like a... I think just the idol, it's just in wax, but it's candle shape like a cylinder. So I keep calling it a candle, but I think like it's a candle canonically, yeah. it's a candle. It is a candle. It's a bat. They went to Bath and Body Works and got the biggest this is two for 20. Yes, they got their two for 20. Who even knows what Bellow's idol works. looks like at this point, honestly. God, no, no one, Bello does not give a fuck about their idol. We have not heard anything about their beware phobic. Yeah, they really, they really hate an omen, which is fair. I feel like Kendra is just like, oh, no, we don't want that. No, she's too spiritual. She sees the vibe, the idol, and she's like, it has bad vibes. I can't pick it up. We're going to do a lot of work for one tribal council, for an idol that's only good for one tribal council. So, like, it's not worth it. Yeah, because she can foresee that. 
She can see that. Yes. She knows they're up to some shenanigans and she will not shenan again. Never. Not Never. even once. Not my queen. Not huh? my president. And, uh, oh, yeah. So throughout this episode, Sabaya is planting the seeds about getting rid of Caleb. And the reason for this is because Caleb is really like exposing himself to be an obvious threat. He went on the camp raid. So he's the only one from his tribe that's really getting a better understanding of like the other tribe members. He's really good in the challenges and he's um, making really solid relationships with Sabaya and Sean, but also Emily. So while it seems like had this tribe gone to tribal council again, that they would be voting out Emily, obviously, they are going, um, Sabaya and Sean have decided that they need to vote out Caleb, but Sabaya doesn't have a vote. So they need to pull in Emily for this vote. So they tell her this plan to blindside her closest ally, Caleb. I mean, Sabaya and Sean kind of read the situation correctly, though. Like, Caleb was making good inroads with Emily. That's how they were able to, you know, be on the same page and vote together. It's just really insane that um, that Sabaya didn't go fast enough. At least I know her read was correct. Like, she was really yeah. on top of it. And this was a very unfortunate circumstance for her to be in. But at yeah. the same time, it's like, I don't know what else you could have done to build more trust besides, I don't know, like, be more friendly. But how can you be friendly when you're ha- hangry? Like, I, something shifted being Emily's attitude after she had a grape. So, like, I feel I like feel once that. they got a little food in them, like, the tensions went down. I think it was just some social blunders on Sabaya's side and Caleb beat her to the punch. And I'm yeah, sad that Sean was caught in the middle of it because I love him. We love Sean. We love a photogenic king with his a principal, a Mormon his, principal. <laughs> his ombre hoodies, you know, like that is that's a legend there. He is Kenuff. Oh my god. I would love to put Sean in Barbie too. Please. I must see it. He's Principal Barbie. Principal Barbie. Oh my god. Also, I, have- I don't know if he's Mormon. He just lives in Provo, Utah, and I'm making assumptions. The yes, a hundred percent. But <laughs> So the one thing that I don't understand, yes, Caleb is obviously a threat. And I think that like Sabaya's reads on Caleb are spot on, but it's only week three. Like, and you, Sabaya, do not have a vote. So (laughs) why? And like, and we'll get, we'll get to her solution to getting her vote back, which is the greatest 20 minutes of television I have ever seen in my life. But the thank you, Sabaya and Sean, for your service this episode. Um, but it's only week three. And while Sabaya doesn't know this, so I'll give her that, but other members of the other tribes through this camp raid are also picking up on how big of a threat Caleb could be. And it's only mm. week three again. Mm. So why do you need to get rid of him now? Like if you voted out Emily here, and there wasn't a swap, and Lulu went to tribal council again. Sabaya has the idol, so Sean and Sabaya can just vote out Caleb there. Mm. Yeah, maybe they were scared of a shot in the dark on Emily's end. Like, she clearly got it back, so she could have used oh, yeah. it. Well, that's only a one in six chance. And did it, it save someone last year, but I feel like it didn't even really matter in the long run. Um, yeah, it's shot in the dark. It's just like a silly little mechanic that I feel like we get very little, you know, virtue out of. Yeah, 
So I know that's like something to have in the back of their mind, definitely. But it's just, it seems like it was, it's a great move in theory, but they already had enough working against them that it's just like, if you just tweak things a little bit, like get rid of Emily now and then do Caleb in the next bow. Maybe then, they were just like Galaxy Brand. I know. And I think that I honestly think that the problem here was that they just went too hard, too fast with like, we got to act now because we don't know if they're going to have this chance again. And I understand the need to do that. But I just feel like for us as the viewers, it's so obvious that Emily could just run this information to Caleb. And since they both have two guaranteed votes, they're going to have, you know, like that's half the tribe right there. We could no, have had a rock sure. draw. It would have been great. Uh, no, we didn't. We, this early in the season for a rock draw, like we're, we we can have only one Jenny Kim. We do not need two Jenny Kims. <laughs> my Jenny Kim, my queen. Rob goddess. Oh, if they had done. Well, listen, if we had Kayla, if Sabaya got her vote in like a perfect world and we just had this tie here, it would have been Caleb and um, Emily voting for Sabaya, Sean and Sabaya voting for Caleb. And then like those two are immune. If they had decided to go to rocks, then they would have done. Um, what was it? Um, then it would have been a rock draw in a perfect world between Emily and Sean. The drama. We probably that would have been Sean. drama. Do you think I feel like Emily just would have been like, shoot, let me change up my vote real I, quick. I feel like between Sean and Emily, it's just kind of like if their person goes home, then they're screwed. But I do feel like one of them would have folded before they went to rocks. Like, I don't think either. Oh, of them, sure. Yeah, I don't I don't know which one of them would have folded first is the thing. But it's kind of hard to tell from, like, what we have seen so far. But I don't think that Caleb would have – or Caleb. I don't think that, like, they both would have been, like, we're just going to go to Rocks for it. Because it's a one – it's a one and one – it's a one and two one chance. And two. You're one, yes. We're going to be, like, a one and two chance that you're going to be one of the people going home. And who wants to live like that? I don't want to live like that. Going I know, home I don't for say- Caleb? And Sabaya? No, I mean, I would, I would draw. A I know, but I I'm not giving them it. my million dollars. Hell no! Oh my god, yeah, because I would really—that's that's embarrassing. Like, I don't want to have to embarrass tell my family when I get home that like I got out third because I drew a rock for my ally, and I was just like Stop. really hopeful that I wouldn't get like love ya, but it's been like hope six isn't days. enough. Yeah, Mm-mm. not hope on this tribe. Enough. We'll probably lose again. Maybe someone else will go this time. I'll hope for that too. Yes. But so this is the best part of the episode. And I think this is the thing that everybody is going to remember here. Remember, we said Sabaya's idol is encased in wax. She has a candle idol. They can't melt that idol at camp because they don't have flint because they lose everything. They're the losers. Yes. And... uh, they they're going through it right now but Tobias like I do want my vote back because I want to reinforce this vote therefore I need to melt my idol at the only other place that has a fire which is tribal council perfect <gasps> logic makes sense 
And she's just like, we just got to keep the conversation going for long enough that the idol is melted out of the wax by then. So. Yeah, that's women in STEM. We love a woman with, I guess, I guess that would be STEM, but she brings her tools. Like she is ready to, I know Sabaya and I tweeted this out. I know she is manning the grill at the family functions. Okay. Because she knew what she was doing there. She brought She's firing she those had, flatbreads. Yes. She brought like her ma- the machete and something else there where they were like she had all of these tools. And like as soon as they go to tribal council, drops the idol into the fire. And as they're doing the conversation, Sabaya standing up, checking the idol to make sure that it's melted. And <laughs> when she finally gets it out of the wax enough. Um, she calls for a canteen and Sean scurries over with his canteen to He's the water boy. (laughs) I'm obsessed with him so much. He really is. And he comes over and douses the idol with the canteen water so that it cools down and Sabaya can pick up her idol. Oh my god, it was too much. Like the fact that you thought through it every step of the way is just genius the fact that you know that that canteen that the idol paper was in was gonna be some sort of like a hot texture like she was really thinking ahead if only she thought i had enough to use that idol i know i know because pain so this was i can't emphasize this enough this was so funny i was obsessed with this moment and Tribal councils, in my opinion, go too long now. I like a short, sweet tribal council. Maybe with a li- no if- metaphors. With no metaphors, no, um, nothing re- related to driving or like relate survivor to whatever your career path survivor is. Survivor is like a lunchroom. Survivor is like my shoe. Survivor yes. is my cousin. Like what next? <laughs> survivor kind of is my cousin <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Survivor, Survivor is like my cousins. Absolutely, Survivor is my boyfriend. Yes, Survivor is my shitty boyfriend. Like my terrible relationship. Like that. Like I'm sure we're in a good time right now. Yes, hold on to the good times, the high highs, and the low lows. We talked about both. Is it healthy? No. Did we have a lot of good times? Yes, great times. (laughs) Great times. So we have like and. All of this was amazing. This was incredible, though. I loved the amount. I wish they spent more time on us watching Sabaya melt the idol during this tribal council. But it was fantastic. I can't remember any of the questions Jeff had asked because I was so focused on the bonfire idol. It was perfect. I loved every moment of it. And the thing that I was... Like, and I, I don't know what I was expecting here. I think I was still planning for Sabaya to go go home mentally in my head. I was planning for this. But we get to the uh, – Sabaya does have her idol, which means in a perfect world she would have her vote still. But she gets to the voting booth. She sees uh, that – she opens up her idol parchment, reveals that – her idol, like Austin's, is only good for one tribal council. This is where I was really hoping some saving grace would come in here. But Sabaya can sacrifice her vote if she wants to to extend this to mergatory. And if she sacrifices her vote twice, it'll be good until final five. So Sabaya, 
thinking about all of this is like, you know what? I'm going to, well, we don't actually know what she's going to do, but you can kind of put two and two together with what happens. She decided to sacrifice her vote. She wasn't, she doesn't play her idol here. And when it comes time to tally the votes, they think Caleb's going home, but Caleb and uh, Emily turn on Sabaya and Sabaya's voted out 2-1 with Sean being the sole vote for Caleb. And robbed goddess Sabaya, we stand. I mean, and poor Sean, he looked like he had just saw his cat get hit by a bus or something crazy like that. I know. Like you could see all five stages of grief. Um, and I feel like he's going to revert back to anger as soon as they get back to camp. Um, Emily and Caleb, they ain't getting no sleep tonight. I, yeah, I, listen, this swap is the best thing that could happen for Sean right now, especially with this tribe. He needs to GTFO off this island. I know. He needs to get as far away from Caleb and Emily as possible right now because that is a very rough spot to be in. No, for sure, for sure. Um, but we'll see when he runs his new tribe with all the – I forget if he's with the blue people or the red people. So, hey, I feel unspoiled because I completely forgot. Do you want the answer to that? Or... Um, I'll go nope. on Facebook right. when I inevitably yeah. want it soon. Yes, very fair, very fair. And, yeah, so that's the end of episode three of Survivor 45. The previews, again, I kind of blacked out when the previews came up because all I heard was tribe swap because we're getting a tribe swap. And I'm very excited to see who, like, how this works out. I think this is a very fun cast to do a tribe swap. Oh, I'm all over it. Like, I love these contestants. I want to see them get some new types of beef. I want to see Bruce and Gatora bring that beef to a new beach. And I want to see how it plays out. Are they going to stick together because they have no choice? We're going to find out. And I'll be Can't here. Wait. I'm sad. I don't care that all of my favorite people are getting sent home. I'm sad. The I can't wait for it. But, Nicole, before we close out this episode and get ready for an amazing tribe swap, we have to declare who our episode MVPs are. So who Ooh. from the episode – you can have any – criteria you want it does not have to be related to the outcome of this episode who are you crowning as your episode three of survivor 45 mvp i hate to say it because it feels like he had some good moments and some bad moments and i also hate not picking a woman because you know i love to you know support women but Caleb was kind of mother this episode he really beat Sabaya to the punch whether or not it was the right move um doesn't really matter because he beat her to it. Like if Sabaya was going to come with the hammer, even though she, you know, she proved herself to be a threat. Caleb saw a game recognizing game and he struck first. So I'll give him a mother point for this week. Yes. I listen. I was also thinking about making Caleb my MVP. See diversity. He, we like diversity. I know we do. We do. Uh, we do love diversity. It's, it's uh, one of my things. And I, I think he had a really good episode. Um, he was definitely one of the stars here. But since you already picked Caleb, I think I'll go another route and honor mm. maybe some of our more invisible tribes here. I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to my two moms. I'll do Julie and Dee. Mothers! Mothers. They got great edits. 
they raised me and i just think that i guess like technically i should probably give it to austin or drew but what did austin do he he broke a rock yeah i can break a rock with my teeth that is fair that is fair so I would say that, you know, this was a very good episode for them. I really enjoyed the excerpts I had with them. And depending on how the swap dynamics play out, I feel like they have a really good opportunity to throw some of their tribe mates under the bus at some point. So I could definitely see that being, and you know, like I think that it's good to know where the advantages are at this stage in the game without mm-hmm. necessarily being the one having them. So I think this could be a really interesting breakdown for um, for Julian D. But I, it feels wrong to just pick one. So I'm putting them together. I think that's fair. That They're twinning them. And I love that they're twinning them. Yes. I'm obsessed. If you know, we, you know. We love them. So, Nicole, thank you so much for joining me for episode three of I Don't Know About That. It was a dream. It was an honor. Um, I had so much fun. And I'm so glad I'm going to remember this podcast, unlike when we did Slash Survivor. Yes, but you are also always welcome to come to Slash Survivor and forget again. I mean, I'm ready. And hopefully I'll be on I Can Be Loud to What the Fuck whenever that drops. A hundred percent. We'll find Maybe I could a- co-host. I had some <gasps> IP on that. Yes, yes. Okay, we will. we will make plans. Absolutely. We have plans that are so big, y'all can't even conceive of them. I can't wait. All right, Nicole, where can people follow you? And is there anything you would like to promote? I mean, I'm all over the internet at Behind the Secret. I feel like I'm on off season with a lot of the podcasts I do, like the the Quickfire Queens and Make It Work with you. I mean, of course, I how could I deny an opportunity to talk with Gia? So if anyone wants me to talk about any topics, I'm around. I'm free. <laughs> and I'm all over the internet at Behind the Secret, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, um, LinkedIn. Um, as I always say, follow me online, but don't follow me home. Wink. Perfect saying (laughs) please don't follow me five stars uh you can follow me on twitter instagram and tiktok at classically gia for all of my reality tv shenanigans as this is a survivor podcast please follow the survivor diversity campaign at serve diversity that's at s-u-r-v diversity um, here on Silent Podcast, I am doing I Don't Know About That to recap Survivor, but we are also doing Slosh Survivor. We have some excellent episodes coming up soon. I can't wait to see the content come together. I'm very excited. Uh, stay tuned for more episodes coming your way. And I am very excited to talk about the tribe swap in episode four. So thank you for listening to I Don't Know About That. Can't wait to have you tune in again when we talk about our first tribe swap proper in the new era. Have a great evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this, everybody. And I hope you're ready to scream with me when we get our tribe swap. Love you all. Casino 
asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.